From the Finley Toyota Studio, it's Cofield and Company. Cofield and Company, final hour of the day coming at you. NFL schedules tomorrow. That'll be a big focus on the show. 24 hours from right now. Learned a couple of games today. We'll learn a couple of games early in the morning as well. Trickles here and there. I think there's another one coming out tonight in a little bit. Tomorrow in the morning. Oh, the Golden Knights are arriving in their suits with their coffee. All right. Is our girl Ashley Vice taking pictures and getting us? Here's, a, here's an issue. First of all, I think they're locked out of their locker oh, room, boy. which is Look hilarious. Knocking. The, Can't get in. This is uh, this is pretty wild, actually. Gonna... We're watching this <laughs> live right now. <laughs> yes, they are locked in. out of. Wow. Gonna be a great gift one day. <laughs> they can't. They can't. It looked like they were trying to get into their locker room. They couldn't really get there. Now Willie's dropping his microphone. It happened to me last week too. This is wild. Uh, but yes, the Golden Knights are arriving in Edmonton. Actually, that was probably. Oh, that's two hours away. All right, that's about right. Um, I did have an issue. I thought they could get in trouble. They might be in trouble. We have an issue here that we have, might have to discuss. Um, All right, let me do it. I don't know what you guys are doing over there. So, I I thought that Tim Hortons, which is the amazing coffee, breakfast, and even sandwich place. By the way, that when people talk about it as a coffee and donut place and breakfast, they're really underrating the unbelievable sandwich selection out of Tim Hortons and the hot chocolate too which is amazing I thought Tim Hortons was a sponsor of the oh the Knights have they have gotten in looks like somebody let them in the door that's good news uh up in Edmonton uh I thought that Tim Hortons was a sponsor of the NHL because when you go into the locker room you see that there's Tim Hortons cups everywhere which is wild because there's not a Tim Hortons here for them to go to uh so I just assumed Tim Hortons was a sponsor of the NHL that they have to use their cups, just like when you go to the NTA tournament, you have to use a NTA tournament. Well, they're cup. in the they're in the cups at T-Mobile, right? That's what I'm saying. Oh, T-Mobile, okay, yeah, yeah. They have Tim Hortons, even though there's not Tim Hortons in Las, Las Vegas right. or Nevada. Right. There's Tim Hortons cups because I thought they're official sponsor. They're filled with like some kind of protein post game protein shake. Sure, but it's just it's the branding, right? So it's interesting. Now. The Golden Knights are just arriving at Edmonton right now. They're getting off the bus. They're showing it live on ESPN uh, in advance of the game in a couple hours. And they're all in their suits. They're all trying to get in the locker room, and they appear to be locked out. Now they've just gotten in now. But they appear to be locked out, and they're all standing in the hallway kind of laughing about being locked out. And almost every single one of them had a Starbucks cup in their hand. So clearly either there's Starbucks at the hotel, which I imagine there probably is. Actually, I've been to that hotel in Edmonton. I believe there is one. Uh, or the bus stop there, which would be wild if the bus stopped at a Starbucks in Edmonton. Or they ordered Garrett to go down and take an order. I don't and- think for the whole team. Everybody had them. I don't think you can carry all of them. So they had to have gotten them from the hotel. They were prepared, yeah. But wouldn't the NHL have said, hey, you can't have Starbucks cups in your hand. It's a Tim Horton-sponsored activity. ESPN dictates to everybody. The TV partner is think- going to expl- tell them that they're not worried about that. They also probably didn't expect to be locked out and be caught on TV. That's probably true. That's probably the, the actual answer of this dilemma. Uh, but, yeah, it appeared it appeared that they were locked out, but they are good to go now. 
Um, that was that was pretty wild. So, a very very good story came out today. Had nothing to do with the Golden Knights. It was somewhat Raiders related. Uh, Foster Morrow. Morrow was forced to step away from football a couple months ago. Yeah, uh, he was a free agent. He was going through the free agent process, uh, trying to decide where to sign. And he thought he might sign with the Saints. That's his hometown team. He actually went to high school about a mile and a half from the Superdome. He, I, I know the the background story of him a little bit from growing up in high school because uh, he had told me his favorite restaurant that he would go to almost every day after practice at high school. And I went there kind of hoping to talk to some people that knew him and work on a story, but it didn't quite work out. Uh, but he is from literally right down the street from the Superdome. A big, you know, big time program in New Orleans. He's a, he grew up a huge Saints fan. Loves the city. Uh, was was actually like really excited to talk to me about what I did in New Orleans. <laughs> Just like, hey man, how, did you like it? Did you enjoy it? Did you have a good time? It's my city. I hope I always hope everybody has a good time. Um, wasn't always the most over the top friendly guy in the locker room, but I really enjoyed kind of getting to know him a little bit. See. Here's the thing. He wasn't outgoing in terms of when you say that. I don't know if friendly is the right word no. because he was he was he was he came across anti media. He was one of the guys that would turn the radio up. But the thing is, he was also very jovial and funny. If you got him, especially one on one, like he like I, I I dropped the name to him of a young lady who works for my son and I at the gym and they had known each other through the same circles when the Raiders arrived and they would go to the same get togethers and kickbacks. And when I mentioned her name and she had told me, she said, when you say my name, make sure you say my, my IG name. And when I did, he was like, Oh my God, you know her. And the same thing, like how he got all giddy with you. Like, what'd you do in Northville? He's like, how do you know her? Oh my God. Oh, your son's the trainer kid. Okay. Yeah. Bah, bah, bah. He's, He's all of a sudden he becomes very personable. So I don't want to make it seem, or I don't want you to make it seem like he's not friendly because he's he's a very he's a big kid. Well, that, that's what I'm getting at. He's he he likes to. Well, he's a you know he likes to uh, you know mess with you a little bit. Yeah, like that's yeah, he, he yeah. gets joy out of that. Yeah, uh, but very cerebral and thoughtful when you when you really got him and, and got to talk to him and um, when you got to know him a little bit was definitely uh, good. So I think that there were some some people early on uh, fans too, but you know definitely media people that were like, oh, that's not he's not. The greatest of guys, but I think as you got to know him, you're like, oh yeah, I get him a little bit. I understand yeah. him, um, and and you really got to like him a little bit. So kind of unfortunate that as that happened, then he moved on, and then he's about to change teams. He's about to sign with the Saints. He does his physical, and they discover uh, that he has a form of cancer in a uh, you know not Hodgkin's lymphoma. March twenty second, by the way. And so it was a really really difficult day for a lot of people that you know knew him that that had gotten to know him a little bit. It was tough for us. I know I reached out to him. He was very. Uh, very cool in responding, and and you were you were just hoping for him. Uh, and now today, uh, what um, almost two months later, he has gone through some treatment, and he is at the point where he is able to sign a contract with the Saints. Seven weeks, Seven, yeah, forty nine days. Yeah, ago. and so really, really good moment. I, I think uh, an encouraging moment for sure. You know, we don't know what this kind of a hundred percent means for his future, but. Uh, definitely a great moment that he was able to, you know, discover this. And as he said, look, if I wasn't a free agent, might not have gone through this. Yeah. Might not have found it. Might have taken a lot longer. And then, then it would have been a, a much more difficult treatment. And um, he still, you know, still has treatment to do and all those things. But uh, 
just a, a good moment, I think, a, a heartwarming moment that he's able to um, now not only battle through and sign an NFL contract, but do it with the team that is right right in his backyard. And, and, and the comfortability of being there right in his backyard, but also your quarterback is a guy that you just played with who last year – he got extended time playing with because Darren Waller was out. So, and being with Derek Carr, I'm sure that sort of helps the situation for him. You know, there's some familiarity there. He's gonna he's gonna sort of feel a lot more. There's there's a it's it's a you couldn't really ask for a better situation if you were Foster Morrow. Um, terms weren't disclosed, but his agent told ESPN's Jer- Jeremy Fowler three years worth twelve million, including eight million guaranteed. So you know what. Good for him. Very good. Yeah, and you couldn't be happier for for this guy. A guy who could probably be a difference maker too, uh, out on the field for them. So uh good sign for him, good deal for him. I'm sure encouraging for Derek Carr as well, who has this guy back. I know uh Derek posted uh a, a video on his Instagram today of a touchdown pass he had thrown to Foster with the Raiders and expressed ex- his excitement uh with rejoining him in New Orleans and then uh, I know uh, a couple other players re reposted that themselves. Uh, AJ Cole for one, just the excitement of uh, seeing Foster, who is uh, who is on their side of the locker room, kind of in their area, and uh, definitely was one of the. I'll just give a little bit of background. I know you know people enjoy that a little bit from the locker room, and that uh, Foster and the special teamers play a lot of super, of uh, Smash Bros. Yeah, they're over there playing all the time. All the time. Uh, pretty much Foster every day is in that group, and and the the special teamers are always in in that group because, you know, they don't really they don't really practice. I mean, we we know what the, what the, you know they have to they go through their they have motions. to perfect their craft right. yeah. for sure, but right. they can't physically kick every single day. Right, uh, it's impossible. You would you would destroy your legs. So. And to set the scene, you 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 come around the corner out of a hallway, and. You know, there's lockers down the left side, lockers down the right side, and just in front, right where you walk in, it's like a little living room, a little lounge area with the TV and their game, their gaming uh, components. And those guys that were down there, they would they would be in there. And while he was still with the team, Jonathan Abram, when he wasn't being abrasive with it with anyone in particular, he would come down and play too. But yeah, Foster was always in that mix. Yeah, for sure. So uh, good news for Foster. Just I mean, you know, we're we're relating these stories just because you know. Happy, happy for yeah. him, and and um, yeah. and that this is very, very good news uh, for for Foster Morrow, who we've gotten to know over the last couple of years, and um, and his dad Lyle, who I spoke to this year because the, the uh, name. there was yeah. there was some controversy over how to pronounce Foster's name. It is Morrow. Right. Announcers often said Foster Morrow. Yeah, uh, it's Foster Morrow, and I confirmed that with his dad Lyle. So good news for Lyle. I should I should text Lyle and be like, hey, <laughs> good news. We're happy to hear it. And just to point out, Adam, you know, Adam's letting it, you know, that that we're telling this story because it's good news. Don't get us wrong. It's good news for anybody that comes out of, you know, a cancer diagnosis or, or any kind of, you know, health scare um, and, and, and you survive it. But when you become somewhat, you know, involved and invested professionally uh, from our spectrum with professional athletes and you you start to learn their personalities and you become a little bit you know closer and you're dealing with people every single day during their seasons it it means a little bit more so that's why we're emphasizing but it's not to in any way shape or form you know it's for anybody it's good right if they get these news but for for this because we know him and we know what he's all about we're really happy 
for sure. And uh, good restaurant recommendations too. So I guess I don't, didn't I, reveal it. I know, but I would say like if you, I'd say if you want to tweet him when you're going there or yeah. send it out on Twitter, I'm sure he'll let you know uh, where where to go for some uh, good po' boys. That's his. Uh, that's his thing. The roast beef po' boy, which was uh, fantastic. Uh, at least the beef part was. Um, VGK, of course, in action tonight. They're in the locker room now. We've got that. We've also got with Starbucks. I think. I think. The worst. Oh, there's a lot of bad injuries. I think the worst injury I've ever heard about. It's not really an injury. Mm. The worst injury I've ever heard about in sports. The one that would drive me nuts for sure. You are not going to. I've I've been texting with people about this all day, and people are freaked out about what is going on. Maybe the worst injury that we've experienced. But you know what's not an injury? When your heart is warmed and oh, you're man. filled with laughter. And you could do that. Segway. It's good, right? Mm. By Wonderful. going to the Kevin Hart reality check tour. And guess what? Mother's Day is coming up. What would mom like more than for you to tell her, you know what, we've won tickets. We're going to see Kevin Hart. It's coming back to Resorts World on July 7th and July 8th, by the way. We need to change this read so it doesn't say 7-7 seven, seven and 7-8 seven, because I have to think every time what the seventh month is. It's July. July 7th and 8th. Kevin Hart Reality Check Tour coming back to Resorts World. You can win right now. Take your mom. Give her tickets for Mother's Day. Easy. You don't have to go shopping. It's great. But if you don't win, tickets are available at AXS.com. AXS.com. Two tickets for the Saturday, July 8th show. Caller 7-364-1100. Keep it locked right here. Cofield and Company will return in minutes on ESPN Las Vegas. Now, back to Cofield and Company in the Finley Toyota Studio. Back here, Cofield and Company. Maple Leafs have scored. one nothing. Toronto mid-second period as they try to rally from a 3-0 deficit. We have confirmed the Golden Knights are safely inside their locker room, so locked doors can't stop them. We'll see if the Edmonton Oilers can once the game starts. We don't know and cannot confirm if they've been forced to switch out their cups. Yeah, for Tim Horton's cups. We'll try to get some information on that as well. Uh, I said before the break... I think this is the worst injury I've ever I've ever heard of in my life. And I don't even know if it counts as an injury. It's an affliction maybe. But I'm now I'm more, even more than being like horrified of this happening to me. I'm I'm actually more angry at Ari now. So we'll get to that as well. So maybe the greatest athlete I've ever seen play in any sport is Bo Jackson. The guy was unbelievable both on the baseball field and the football field I'm sure he was great at everything else he did as well the guy's insane athlete but even the greatest athletes you know we knew he had an injury issue that pretty much cost his career even the most unbelievable athletes have to go through the little struggles of life that we all do and this is not a little struggle Bo Jackson apparently has the worst case of hiccups ever recorded it has been going on for five minutes i mean that sound five minutes of hiccup sounds awful right no 10 minutes 
What does like 20 minutes of hiccup sound like? Awful. A month? That's not even possible. Six months? No. Bo Jackson has been dealing with a severe case of the hiccups for a year. A year. And has gotten to the point where he's going to need to get surgery to stop the hiccups. I don't even know what that entails. I'm sure we'll find out after this is done and they kind of figure it out. But he said he's getting a medical procedure done at the end of this week to try to remedy it. This was on a radio show that he was doing in Alabama uh, with uh, with Greg McElroy, I believe, uh, who now hosts the show uh, down in Alabama. Medical procedure at the end of the week to try to remedy it. Uh, Bo says, I'm busy at the hospital sitting up with the doctors poking me, shining lights down my throat, probe, probing me every way they can to find out why I've got these hiccups. I'm sure you at home are thinking, oh, yeah, but what do you – you just uh, scare yourself. So you drink some water or stand on your head or count Hold to your 10. breath. I mean, there's, there's many different ways to get rid of this. The, my, my favorite is when people say, no, 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 hold your breath and drink water. What? At the same time. He said he's tried drinking water. Yeah. He's tried scaring himself. He's tried have, having other people scare him. He's tried even weird country remedies. Somebody had him smell the rear end of a porcupine. Thought that might work. They've tried everything. He still can't get rid of the hiccups. In fact, he wasn't able to attend a ceremony for his friend in uh, Las Vegas and former Auburn alum. It's not former Auburn, but uh, Auburn alum who also uh, went to school with around the time of Bo, Frank Thomas. He couldn't attend a ceremony because the hiccups were so bad. This sounds awful. I don't know how it. I don't know how it would function, and it sounds like Bo's not functioning. What's the longest that you that you can think of? Dude, I st- I would think I would. I start crying after like two minutes. I can't do it. A year? Yeah. I can't imagine. And I thought that the the one severe case I had, 2002-ish, 2001, somewhere in that area, I was at a TV studio. We were filming a show, football sports betting show. Danny Coker, known better as from Counts Customs, who does – uh, the the show I can't think of what it's called where they go by. He was the producer because he owned the studio, and we were in between a break, and I got a case of the hiccups. He had to leave the studio and go to the Seven Eleven. It was because the studio was down on Flamingo and Jones, and buy everything that you could think of, like from Tums to an acids, whatever. It was about a thirty minute bout, and I thought that was bad. Yeah. 30 minutes sounds horrifying. Painful. A year this has been going on. And I was mad at the hiccups. Like, <laughs> why would these hiccups do this to Bo Jackson? What do you have against Bo Jackson? <laughs> yeah, what do these hiccups have? So my anger was directed at the hiccups. Until Ari spoke up. Understanding that Bo has tried every home remedy imaginable. He's been to every doctor imaginable. He's been in the emergency room. He's had doctors called in from other states 
to probe what's going on with him. Nobody can figure it out. Nobody can come up with any remedies. Well, all of a sudden. What did Ari say during the break? <laughs> oh, I could tell him how to get rid of hiccups. Yeah, I, I, have to, I was. What is it, Ari? No, first of all, I said if he'd have returned my texts, then we could have discussed this, you know, about guest booking. I tried to get him on the show. Sure. We want him to talk. He, him. Can't, he has the hiccups. He could can't be on the it's show. It's a text message. I could, have t- I could have told him. No, no, no. This is a remedy. <laughs> it's not one that you've mentioned yet. <laughs> Okay, okay, hold on. You you think that nobody's thought of what you what your remedy is, and that they haven't tried this? When they've I, tried, they're they're resorting to surgery. Wait, I want to okay. hear. I, I, I mean, yes, hear fair I point. Hear, I, I here's hear the, the thing. This is anecdotal. It's been this is something that I used once and it worked. So like, I don't know how I'm going to explain it on the air. That's not going to help my credibility. But uh, shout out to Misha from 702, a local uh, R&B group turned national. If you're familiar, and she taught me in the studio. Like I said, I'm going to explain it here on air, and it's going to sound so stupid. Lo- not a local army, they're a national army. I know, I'm a I'm massive the, I know sensation. That. I know that, but they're Vegas-based, <laughs> okay. for those okay. of you that don't know. And Who so, wouldn't know that 702 is Vegas-based? It's the area code. listeners? It's the area Steve code. Cofield? Fresh out of Vegas. All right. Wow. Hi. Vegas Take a hi. paper towel. Again, this is not going to translate over radio. You need a paper towel and a rubber band. And a bottle of water. Place a paper towel on top, put a rubber band to secure it, and then you drink and inhale as you're drinking. And the only reason, yes, I'm sure it doesn't work for everyone, I'm sure it wouldn't have saved Bo. I'm telling you that it did work for me when I had those hiccups in that moment. It's the okay. only time anyone's ever given me. We have literally We all, all know all the other ones, scare, this and that. I'm just saying that actually But worked. we've literally all done things. Do to you get think Bo Jackson did that exact thing? Probably. I have a feeling yes he did. Or or something where you you are having to hey, you know what? In a sense, Ari, to be honest with you, what you just described is somewhat similar to me saying hold your breath and drink water at the same time because what you're doing is you're having to breathe through a paper towel where there's blockage and try to drink water. So in a sense, okay. it's the same concept of what as what I said. Oh, Dr. Ari's got it all figured out. There's been teams of medical professionals just be prepared, working Adam. with Bo Jackson like for I a said, year. Listen, just be prepared. And Ari's like, guys, put a paper towel on a bottle of water and drink just it, bro. Just be prepared when you get to the show tomorrow at Silver Sevens with JVT. Ari will not be the board op because he will be on a plane – they're going to call him in. Tough Ari's, yeah. Ari's, Ari's yes. had to go to. He's going to fly to Alabama to try to uh, get, get rid of the hiccups before the surgery happens for the Bo Ari, Jackson. Ari and Bo show. Every, literally everyone be on the show. has gotten rid of the hiccups. <laughs> literally everyone that's listening to the show has gotten rid of the hiccups at some Except point in their life. arguably the greatest athlete ever. Right. So. This clearly is not a normal Obviously, case of he has not had a conversation with Ari, the producer no, of No, obviously this is not just a normal case of hiccups that's going to go away with a dumb home remedy. This, this, this guess we'll never know now because <laughs> he didn't answer. I think my we text. do. I think he, I'm gonna guess that he's tried this. Hey, Bo, guess, this is he hard. smelled the butt of a porcupine. He's tried everything. I even dropped Raider Nation Radio on this text to try to, you know, I told him I'm with Raider Nation Radio, the flagship here. Nothing. Include send send him another one. Say <laughs> no, we know how to get, say we know how to get rid of the hiccups. Yeah. I will come on the show. We'll talk about getting rid of. the Do hiccups. it live in studio with put the paper towel on his bottle of water and see if he's you know tried what? that one yet. We're gonna. I'm gonna turn this into a bet, though. There's gonna be something here, and if I pull this, you off, think it's gonna help? If I pull this off, Cofield's gonna have a lot of things to change around here. <laughs> Co- How does Steve get roped into this? Because I'm fine. Curing, I don't care. But when stuff like medical this, conditions, and I want, I want leverage on this bet. 
we make bets here, so I want I want something out of you're it. Will, if it's a bet, that means if it doesn't work, then there's going to be repercussions. We've done, so we've done guest booking bets in the past that you guys hate me for, so right. what would be the difference? True. But I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is if you – a bet means that if it doesn't work, if your hiccup cure doesn't work, there's going to be severe repercussions. Yeah, I'll you're ready. To continue to do you're, the show with Steve. You're putting enough much. stock in no, your no, no, no. dumb home remedy. Yeah, you – if if you're putting it out there, if this works, Colfield's going to do a lot of changes. Yeah. Well, if it doesn't work, it doesn't. then a lot of changes. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm on board for this. Kind of want to get the documented just so I could try the paper towel thing. <laughs> but how do, how do you actually work for get... you? This is look, let's be clear. This is not a case of hiccups. Yeah, this is beyond hiccups. This is a v- severe medical affliction. We're not talking about somebody that just has the hiccups. Do we understand this is not a normal case, right? There's a team of doctors on this. All right. This and is then, not just some guy. I'm hiccuping. exempt from being wrong then, because it's not normal hiccups, which I had the remedy for normal hiccups. I, not Bo Jackson hiccups. That's the whole point that we were making for the beginning of this conversation. That you're giving normal home remedies for something that's not a normal case. All I right. Mean, I mean, if any of y'all actually listen to me <laughs> and then take my oh, advice no. on this oh, show. No. That's a whole different problem. <laughs> Willie's got it. Hopefully within a year. Oh boy. It's gone away. <laughs> Let's hope Ari can cure him. Join Cofield and Company live every Thursday at the William Hill Race and Sportsbook. Weekly giveaways and awesome game day food and drink specials. Thursdays, 3 to 6 p.m. at the William Hill Race and Sportsbook inside Silver 7's Hotel and Casino. All right, we do have now follow-up video from the Golden Knights being locked out of their locker room. I don't know that it's going to have any impact on the game. They were able to get in, so hopefully they are now preparing but we do have the comedy uh, of what happened as they tried to arrive at the arena they look like they took it very very well uh if you have not seen it and you are like why are you talking about a video we haven't seen i did just uh retweet it I'm about uh, to at adam hill lvrj willie will as well uh i feel like it's one of those videos that's only 20 seconds long but you can kind of focus on somebody different every time uh because of uh what's going on there now the first first to arrive is jonathan marcheseau who's locked out I think it's hilarious that several other players immediately were like, clearly Marcia was just not pulling hard enough, so then they tried to get it open. Uh, William Carlson trusts him. He just kind of walks away. Uh, Mark Stone then starts very politely knocking on the door. Uh, there, Will Carey I think it's, thinks it's hilarious. Yes. Uh, there's just so many different things going on in the very, very short video that's very funny. Also, as you pointed out, the first three to arrive together uh, were Marcia So, Riley Smith, and William Carlson. The Misfits uh, joined together. You were very impressed by Aiden Hill's suit. Yeah. So it's not the whole team. I think it's only like eight players. One, eight or nine. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. You have nine players, it looks like. There's Kerry. One, two, three, Eichel's four, in five, there. six, seven, eight, nine. Um, couple, it looks like maybe a couple of coaches. There's Aiden Hill, Eichel. Looks like, is that Theodore Carrier? Can't tell who that is. Um, Alec Martinez, Mark Stone, and the Misfit line. I did like, out of all the suits, I, I was gauging the suits. Um, Aiden Hill's got a really nice, sharp blue um, window pane pattern suit. I'm a little confused with Mark Stone because for some reason it looks as if those are like Docker style pants with just a sport coat. Like I'm not sure what's going on there. Maybe he just pulled out the cheap duds for Edmonton. I don't well, this know. This is this is also this is what you asked Ashley for yesterday, yes. two days ago. Yes. Ashley Vice, yes. you told her to do a, a segment on the fashion of the players yeah. as they arrive. Yeah. 
we're getting a full look here. Now you would yeah. say Eichel has got the three piece on, so you know I already like three pieces. So, and I mentioned Eichel to her. I'd never really seen Aiden Hill in a suit because, you know, for obvious reasons, not a lot of time with the Knights. But uh, Eichel's suit's got the three. He's got a three-piece on, which is – you said that uh, – what did you say about Carlson? Oh, William Carlson looks like a like a 1910s newsboy news delivering the paper. Like uh, Kind of like uh, Brad Pitt in a river runs through it. Remember, he was, yes. he was a newspaper yes. man. Yeah, that's as it. As they call it, newspaper man. Yes. Yeah. That's that's what he's looking like. Yeah, he, he's got he's got like an old school. I don't know if it's actually a cane goal, but he's got one of those old school caps on. You know, the, I do like I like Mark Stone not trusting, not trusting Marcia so, and then knocking himself as Marcia yeah. tries. There's a lot going on, as I said. Uh, go check out the video; it's been posted. Very funny that the Knights were locked out of their locker room. You heard coming back a little discussion of some of the international games that were announced. No Raiders. For the international game, we thought it might be Raiders at Raiders versus Bills in London. It's not. The Bills will instead play Jacksonville. Uh, but we'll learn the entirety of the Raiders' schedule. We know the opponents. We'll learn who they're playing tomorrow. But I did think it was interesting that uh, the Chiefs and Dolphins game will not be at Arrowhead. Tyreek Hill's return, not at Arrowhead. Good news for the fans over, I believe, that game is in Germany. Good news for them. A uh, very marquee game, a very interesting game, a game that will have a lot of attention, but not Tyreek Hill and Arrowhead, which is what a lot of people wanted. I also did see people said, oh, you have to wait until 2024 to see Tyreek Hill's return to Arrowhead. That's not necessarily true. That could happen in the playoffs, which would be pretty fun. I think the Dolphins have a good chance of returning to the playoffs, and I believe the Chiefs probably will be in the playoffs this year, so that could happen. Uh, Raiders, though, have a lot – uh, to look forward to on finding out their full schedule. Again, we know the opponents, but there are some differences. Like if Chicago's in December, it's a different game than if it's in September. Uh, same with Buffalo. Uh, if that's a primetime game and it's late in the season, that's tough. You know, there's going to be weather in that case. When does their bye week fall? Who do they play around the bye week? Uh, do they have any back-to-back East Coast-type games? All of that will be found out tomorrow as we learn more of the schedule but we were just talking about the golden no- go ahead and make sure adam's gonna have a fun piece i will have coverage in the L, uh sporting tribune adam at uh, the review journal so make sure you check out both for the schedule of the raiders breakdown definitely just want to throw that out there I'm, i've got my opponents ready i just got to plug in the weeks and the dates and that sort of thing so uh working on that right now can't get over that. Ari thinks he's better than doctors. That's good. Uh, go back and listen to the podcast later if uh, you miss that. I would like for you to not only work on your schedule story with capsules, um, I would like uh, hiccup remedy capsules led by the Ari. We'll just call it the Ari. <laughs> That'll be good. Uh, we'll get into the, uh, we'll, we'll break down the Golden Knights game a little bit further when we close things out. But I know. Uh, you are very focused this week on the Aces and the Liberty on Saturday. You're very excited about that game. I am just because, you know, everybody's going to make a big deal. Hey, it's preseason. It's not a big deal. But knowing the players that are on both of these rosters, something tells me. And the fact that they made a big deal, like when they sent out the release, it's the it's going to be the only preseason game. And, you know, it's, it's going to be a big deal. Um, the Liberty, obviously, with some offseason acquisition to join Sabrina Ionescu. They pick up Bree Stewart. They pick up Courtney Vlandersloot. They get John Quell Jones in that mix. You have WNBA titles. You have MVP trophies. Um, you have, obviously, a lot of experience. And, of course, with the Aces, 
um, grabbing Candace Parker and Alicia Clark and already with uh, the likes of Asia Wilson, Kelsey Plum, Chelsea Gray. Um, it's going to make for a nice competitive atmosphere this Saturday at Michelob Ultra. Um, and it should be a fun game. I, I don't think that they're going to get four quarters worth of just hardcore what we'll see in the regular season. But I do think that there's going to be some competitiveness. We're going to see some a little bit of a preview. But I'm not sure it's so much of a given that these two are making the WNBA Finals. Injuries take place. Yes, they're the two stacked and the favorites to get there, but there's a lot of sleepers in this league. There are a lot of teams that could easily get in, and we've seen it. This is this is one of those leagues, Adam, where you know you catch the wrong team toward the end of the season, and anything's possible. The Washington Mystics are right there as dangerous, um, still with Deladon and, and Natasha Cloud. The Phoenix Mercury with Diana Taurasi and Brittany Griner, my sleeper of the year. I have a ticket, by the way, on it. Future bet from months ago on the LA Sparks. And this was before they had only made it several acquisitions. This was before they even grabbed De'Ara Cahambi. Um, But I, I, just based off the value, I just need them to get into the postseason and I'll be able to hedge my way the other way. For sure. Uh, I was actually talking to two people that follow WNBA very closely and love the league last night, and we were talking about kind of the opposite of what you were just saying. Although, I mean, you're right. Injuries, for sure. That changes everything. Um, anything can happen. They could shut – they could – whatever. A- anything could go wrong. Uh, you never know. But to me, I do – I do. you know, I am a little bit disappointed. I, I don't think that's the right word, but um, I'm not excited about the WNBA season. It's like I can't wait for the finals. Yeah. That's going to be fun. But you, re- you only have two teams now. That's it. I know you were making the case that there's more, but there's really not unless people are hurt. Like that that's the only way it changes. I don't know. I don't know how much I, I mean, the you look out on paper, there are two super teams, but there's some good talent around. We should the tell league. people that don't follow. It's the Aces and the Liberty are the, the two teams that are playing this right. week. Will be playing in the WNBA finals unless there's severe injury. I will tell you side. this. I'll tell you the worst team in the league last year is going to be dramatically improved. I'll be I'm excited to see them. The Indiana Fever, they got Aaliyah Boston. Lexi Hull comes off of getting the defensive player of the year at Athletes Unlimited. They've got other uh key player I mean, I just like the the look of a lot of teams they do not match up in any way shape or form on paper with the aces or liberty but i do like the potential of a lot of these teams and once you're right once the playoffs happen that's when it all gets down to it now me i'm going to be out there you won't be out there as much as i'm out there and i'm going to have assignments for a lot of different freelancing things that i'm doing but and projects so for me i'm excited to see some of these teams that come in and do these stories so yeah you're right and when it as far as when it comes to the competitiveness and that those what we're going to see in the postseason, obviously, yeah, I can't wait for and that I, time. And I also think people in Las Vegas, people here, we've seen it. They only really care about winners, and this is going to be a winning team. So yeah, be excited. Yeah. Uh, you're going to see a lot of winning if you're and, going out to see the hey, Aces. And take advantage while you can and get your season tickets or get down there because uh, not sure how long Becky's going to be here. Will she be here this season? I, mean, that's the, I think that's the question. I mean, obviously, she's not going to be here long, but will she be here this year? I think that is a fair question that will be answered very soon, and I don't know how much it would really impact them because they've got a very good staff in place as well and a loaded roster uh, for the Aces this season. We'll come back, get you our final thoughts on what's going to go on at the Golden Knights tonight, Game 4, just over an hour away up in Edmonton. 
Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve Cofield and at Ari Produces. Or tweet the show at Cofield & Co. or at ESPN Las Vegas. Cofield & Company on this Wednesday, wrapping things up about an hour away from Puck Drop up in Edmonton, as long as the Knights are in the building, which it looks like they are now. We will have hockey. Not, I mean, every game is important in the playoffs, obviously. It is very, very important for Edmonton. It's important for the Golden Knights, of course. The, the Knights can take control of the series, no question, but Edmonton could put themselves in a very, very difficult hole by losing this game tonight. So you would expect just a wildly aggressive, uh, you know, very, very strong effort from Edmonton in this game. I assume that's what you expect to see. I expect to see a very big push. I think it's going to be somewhat similar to what we saw in game one in terms of scoring. I think that there's going to be answers on both sides. One one may win the first period, but there'll be answers second period. You know, we saw domination in games two and three, identical scores of five to one, but I can see this one Going back and forth, I could see this one sitting around four to four and ending up in overtime. I could, I just, I see a shootout that's going to come down to the third period because I think both teams are going to play well. I think we're going to see the likes of Connor McDavid and Leon Drysaddle answer for yet for uh, two days ago. But I also think that the Golden Knights being on the road helped. Um, one day of rest. They've got nothing to do but focus on this. The shoes on the opposite foot. We're now Edmonton's home, so they're in their home. Beds, the guys that are married, have girlfriends, they're they're sort of relaxed a little bit more, but they're feeling the pressure. That's where I think both teams are going to come in firing, and we're going to see <clears throat> a higher-scoring game. Um, surprisingly, you would think that the, these would be two teams that trend toward the over. They've actually been teams that have trended toward the under, and their meetings most recently, majority have stayed under. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think that both teams are going to show resiliency in-game, meaning they're going to be answering each other's goals. Um, I don't know who to pick in this one. I just like a high-scoring game. I don't know what's going to take place except for what I said in terms of both teams are going to show up, though. I kind You said could be reminiscent of game one. I kind of feel maybe it's just you know concern or maybe it's just uh, negativity and or whatever. I, I feel like it's going to look like game two. I think it's going to be real ugly. I think it's going to be a blowout. Edmonton will dominate. Uh, I just don't know. I think, look, Ed, a lot of teams go into a you know two-game trip in the playoffs, whether it's game one and two or game three and four, and are just looking for that one win. you got to get the split. And when you get it in the first game, it's very, very difficult to get that same kind of effort. And I thought they the Knights did everything right in game one. They were so, found, so sound defensively, so uh, – In game one of this road trip. Sorry, yeah, in game three, yeah. uh, game one of the trip. Uh, so sound fundamentally, they were so organized. Everyone did their job so well. They were they matched up incredibly well. They they locked down defensively, but then offensively, they also got the puck deep, got it behind the goal line, made the Oilers work to get it back, and then made them work to get out of the zone. The Oilers worked so hard just to get out of their zone, they had nothing left in the offensive end. It was almost a perfect performance for the Golden Knights, and I just don't know if you can do that again. And I, I'm sure the Oilers are going to adjust. And I, I, if the the Knights will adjust a little, but they'll try to do it literally the same thing they did last game. Uh, I just think it becomes very difficult to do that to a team two times in their home home rink. It is, and I, that's why I don't think it's going to be as dominant a performance. The thing I have that the Golden Knights have going for them, they've been a very good road team this entire season, as Ashley Vice told us the other day. They're three and zero in the playoffs. They went back to back in Winnipeg. 
Um, Winnipeg and Edmonton are worlds apart when it comes to the talent on the ice. But it is a playoff game. They go to double overtime in game three at Winnipeg. They win it, and then they win four to two, and then come home and wrap it up. So um, I don't think it's going to be dominant on either side. I disagree there, but I don't, I'm not saying that the Golden Knights are going to win either because Ed, Edmonton's playing with you know, a sense of urgency. They do not want to come back to Vegas down three to one. So um, expect it, expect a great game though. I mean, uh, get a cup of coffee, get your espresso, whatever it is, but, but uh, lock yourselves in because once puck drop starts, plan on sticking around for the, and it could be for the long haul. Like I said, I'm predicting um, a game that comes down to the end and possibly goes to overtime. Wildly enough, I have almost zero concern for my dubs. We talked about this yesterday. Warriors have a massive game tonight. It'll be on at the same time as the night, so hopefully you have two TVs at home. Yes, I do. Uh, I don't mean you. I mean the, listen- I mean the listeners. I know. <laughs> we, we, are, we are all over it. Uh, I don't really feel that concerned. I should. The season could be over tonight. This could be it. And the Lakers have played so well. I just don't really have that much concern. In fact, I advocated, and it's not just because I'm a Warriors fan. I thought the, the the right thing to do for the Lakers tonight is to take their foot off the gas a little bit, rest up, get get, get everybody ready for game six, which is the game they really have a chance to win. You never know. Stranger things have happened, but I, I just don't see the Lakers winning on the road against Golden State to put them away in a playoff game. The defending champions, uh, everything that they've been through these last couple of years, I don't see them going down at home. I don't see them losing either. Either. I do I actually think the Lakers might make a well I think I think it's what we talked about yesterday is that they have to gauge it at halftime and see the vibe how they're playing and what they're going to do to limit minutes with Anthony Davis and LeBron James given if they feel that the Golden State has control of this game that they have to um be safe and cautious I'm just wondering about the seven and a half point spread. Now I'm even more worried about the the Knights. By the way, turn around. Leon Drysaddle's hair is perfect. It's just absolutely perfect. Like, how are you going to beat that hair? That's why he has so many goals. You think? It's it's tremendous. I mean, it's, he's kind of leaning out of the picture right now, but it's just a. It's such a. It's a perfect weight. It, he's got to be putting. You got you got to think he's got a lot of product in it. Well, he's, he's no, about to play he, a no game. It, it lays nicely because he doesn't have a lot of product. He 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 conditions it well. He doesn't over shampoo it to dry it out, and he probably puts just enough. You see how it's how it's fallen over. He's got the one strand over the right I eye. Mean, what a what a head of hair! Willie knows his hair. That's some that's some lettuce there. Easy turbo over there, mouth. I had, I had hair down <laughs> like on my you know, back back in the day. Like I know hiccups. I'm more a little more worried about his beard. It's pretty good. It, it's okay, but you could tell that it did. Like you the, know, the pro- I'll tell you this: yeah. the problem with his beard is his hair is so good yeah. that it makes the beard look it, very average. It does. It does. It does. It, it's like he hasn't gone to the barber to get it trimmed and cleaned up a little bit, upper cheek. You you want to have a little, maybe a little fade to it, but um, eh, what are you going to do? You know, you're a millionaire, handsome devil. You got a good head of hair on you. Can you get the puck past Adam uh, Aiden Hill? It's going to be tough to beat. That'll do it. JVT in tomorrow. The full schedule released during the show. There's a lot, a lot to get into tomorrow. I mean, the least important thing, I guess, Willie's birthday. Happy birthday, bro. Thank you.